The sunlight, though very bright, was more red than yellow, and he could feel no noticeable heat from it on his face or hands. Wherever he was, it wasn't Earth, and Arthur suspected it wasn't somewhere a normal human could survive for a second. He was thankful that he could, but it also sent a pang through him, another reminder of what he had become and what he no longer was. He raised the mirror and was about to visualize Sir Thursday's chamber when he glimpsed a reflection from behind him. He spun around just as something jumped down from above the trench. It was a flash of movement, and it took a moment for Arthur to process that at its heart was a seven-foot-tall armored stick insect, holding a tube in its first lot of spiked forearms and pointing it at Arthur. Before he could react, he heard the squealing noise up close for the first time and felt a savage pain as golden blood suddenly boiled out of a hole that went straight through the bicep of his left arm. Arthur turned the mirror and directed his will. The fifth key caught the red sunlight, gathered it up and concentrated it a millionfold before projecting it at Arthur's enemy in a tightly focused beam. The insect was cut cleanly in two, but the top half continued to scrabble towards Arthur, and the forearms tried to aim the tube again. Arthur, furious and in pain, directed his anger through the mirror. This time, the fifth key conjured up a roaring column of fire that stretched from the ground up into the stratosphere and completely incinerated everything in the trench in front of Arthur for at least a hundred yards. As the fiery column slowly sank back to the ground, Arthur spun around again, checking behind him. He listened for the squealing noises, and though he couldn't hear them, he heard something else. A clicking noise, getting louder and closer. Arthur knew what it was. The sound the insect soldier's limbs had made when it had moved, but magnified a thousand times. He jumped up on the trench's firing step, and looked out onto the yellow mud no-man's land of this alien war. Thousands of stick-insect soldiers were marching towards him, all perfectly in step, all holding those squealing tubes. I could kill them all from here, thought Arthur. He felt a feral grin begin to spread across his face before he pushed it away. He had the power, it was true, but he knew he didn't have the right. They weren't even really enemies. They knew nothing of the struggles in the house. They might look like giant stick insects, but obviously they were sentient beings, as technologically advanced as humans, perhaps even more so. So what? thought Arthur. I'm no longer human. I am Lord Arthur, rightful heir to the architect. I could kill 10,000 humans as easily as 10,000 alien insects. He began to raise the mirror visualizing an even bigger, more awesome column of fire, one that stretched from horizon to horizon, saving only him from the inferno. No, whispered Arthur. He forced his self-righteous pride and anger back. I am me. I'm not Lord Arthur, and this is wrong. All I have to do is leave. He swung the mirror around and looked into it, trying to think of Sir Thursday's chamber and not all the destructive things he could do to anyone or anything that opposed him. 
but he couldn't focus. It was all he could do to keep his rage in check. He really wanted to destroy the insect soldiers, and every time he almost had a mental picture of Thursday's room, it was replaced by images of fire and destruction. As Arthur struggled with his thoughts, the mirror remained constant. He saw only his reflection, the now all-too-perfect face, so handsome that even a beard of frost could not lessen his unearthly beauty. Arthur groaned and put the mirror back in his pouch. The horde of insect warriors was approaching at a steady pace and had neither slowed nor speeded its advance. The forward ranks hadn't aimed their weapons either, but he suspected he was probably in range. Arthur looked at the hole in his arm. It was neatly cauterized, but he could see right through from one side to the other. Only his sorcerously altered body allowed him to cope with such a wound. It felt about as painful as a paper cut to him now. But he knew he could not survive a hundred or a thousand such wounds. He also knew that the rage he was barely keeping inside him would come out long before then, and that he would use the keys to wreak destruction such as even these warring aliens had never imagined. I have to get out of here, thought Arthur, before I do something terrible. He jumped back down and tried to visualize the improbable stair. That could be its first step there, the pale blue sandbag that was the firing step of the trench. It just had to turn white and luminous, and that would be the way in. White and luminous, said Arthur, the way into the improbable stair. Ahead of him, the clicking noise suddenly increased in volume and tempo. The soldier insects were beginning their charge. White, luminous, stare, shouted Arthur. A squealing zing went over his head, but he didn't turn or look. All his attention was on that one pale blue sandbag, which was slowly, ever so slowly, beginning to turn white.